crack a beer and join John and Mr. Steve as they explore the people, places, and brews of the craft beer world. You are now entering the Monthly Brews Podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Mighty Brews, episode 72. Live from Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, my name is John. With me, as always, Mr. Steve. How are you doing tonight? Live from East Fallfield, PA. <laughs> East Fallfield. Still, still exciting. Nothing wrong with that. I feel like that, that audio is still a little bit loud in my ears. I don't know how it's going for you. I think it's just the way it's... Yeah, it's fine. It's, it's heavy. It's good. It's good. But hey, um, Mr. Steve, we have one week until Drive to Survive Season 4. How do you feel about that? Uh, I can't tell you how excited I'm for the upcoming Sixers schedule. It's gonna yeah, be great. So, so that was the next thing I was going to ask you is uh, what are you a bigger fan of right now, the Sixers or the people of Ukraine? Well, you got. I mean, that's not even <laughs> – you got to go for the Ukrainians. You got to go for the Ukrainians. That shit is wild. I'm, I'm, it, 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 I don't know about you. I'm glued to the news. I'm not watching local weather. I'm not playing Wordle. I'm waking up every day and watching the news and finding out what the F is going on out there because shit's crazy. You're still playing Wordle. That's not. I haven't played Wordle in a couple days. You haven't given up on Wordle, have you? Not. Did you miss one? And now you. Vivid. Vivid pissed you off, right? No, I didn't do Vivid. I think the last one I did Uh, was Bloke. Double I, double V. Bloke. Bloke was a good one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Shout out, Brett. Shout out, Craig. Shout out fish. Gas went up 25 cents today. It's tough out there. You know, I, I work in the, um, you know, the propane, the, the home heating, the gasoline, the fuel industry. It, it's pushing on people. You know, the, the, the companies, when, when the prices rise everywhere, you know, the barrel rises, that means less profit for those companies, you know, and they have to raise the price on you and you get disgruntled, but it's not their fault. It's a really tough business to be in, and it really sucks what's going on out there. But um, it, it's a squeeze. Gas prices are going up. Everything's going up. I wish uh, I knew how to, you know, you know, place, um, you know, the, those stock options, you know, do put puts and calls on uh, – on, on the barrel because I think people knew it was going to go up and if you made that call it would have happened I don't know how do you what do you do if like hey I'm I, I think gas is going to go up like what do I invest in yeah so I mean I, I I'm still learning I'm trying to figure out this whole stock market thing right but like I believe that if you have a good feeling about something you can place a put or a call on a stock or on a future or something like that where you're kind of placing a bet like i'm putting fifty dollars i'm putting a hundred dollars i'm putting a thousand dollars on this stock increasing ten percent or this stock or this this uh, commodity dropping 10 15 percent and you're placing this bet and you might lose that 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 amount that you put in it but if the thing does go your way You'll you'll make extra money. So it's kind of like, you know, everybody's doing um, DraftKings and shit like that. You know what I mean? Maybe if your strong suit is not sports, but you have a good feeling on the energy futures, you know, <laughs> that, that might be your play instead of uh, instead of DraftKings. But you know, that's that's the nerd that I am. 
how do I bet on rich people getting richer? That's yeah, that's where ex- I'll put <laughs> I'll put my money that they're gonna have more money. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I don't know, man. And um I don't know. I, I wish I had it all figured out. But if everybody had it figured out, everybody would be a millionaire, it'd be really easy. I don't really know how to do that. So I don't want to short your F one love because I know you're super into it. Yeah, yeah. I just saw that Haas yeah. let go of that driver. Yeah. So So uh, did they get rid of him just because he's a Russian? I think so. And it's a little hairy. So, you know, of course, me being a big fan, I follow it a little bit. The main sponsor of the Haas racing group or the, the Haas F1 team is a big Russian fertilizer company, Ukulele, right? And that's what's weird about F1 is sometimes the sponsor, along with the sponsor, comes a driver. So the guy that owns the big, rich Russian company that's sponsoring this F1 team, his son is driving. So because they're dropping the sponsor, the kid's going to. And the kid put a, the kid put a statement out, and he did not denounce Putin, did not denounce Russia at all. He was like, we're living in crazy times. I'm just going to focus on my team and doing the best that I can. Didn't say like... Yeah. you know glory to ukraine or whatever he just he just you know played this middle ground and a lot of people were pissed like hey what's going on is fucked up like you should take a stand regardless of your nationality and he didn't and i th- i think you know that's what happened is it really that tough to be like hey hey war sucks nobody likes war let's stop fighting yeah you would think so you would think so i should be a I should be a PR person. That should be my calling. <laughs> exactly. You know, Craig says, hey, like, we're living in crazy times. I completely agree because when I'm watching the news right now, you know, me me being, I, I don't know, whatever. You and I are not that old, right? But, like, the the World War II. I'm pretty old. World War II, the Cold War, all that stuff was before our time. And you think, like, the world can't get to that point. Like, like we've learned our lesson, and and history shouldn't repeat itself in that way. <laughs> you would think, right? People always say history repeats itself, but like, you would think that you know it's not going to happen again, or, or stuff like this isn't possible. Nobody's just going to invade land because they want more land, or they believe they belong to that area. Like, you would think all that shit's figured out, and and I'm nervous. You know, I, I don't know, like. Luckily, it's nothing's happening. We're not involved. But if shit gets crazy, gets nuclear, and and then whatever, like I don't know, it, it could it could get crazy. You know, World War Three. Who knows? I, I think if the nuclear thing happens, it's just going to be. <laughs> and then we're going to see a flash, and that's it. Right? Like, how crazy would that be? Like, hey, I thought I thought things were going pretty good for myself, and because this fucking guy is like, hey, I want more square footage in Russia. Yeah. Like, they're just going to blow up Philadelphia or whatever. Like, fucking A. We got to expand our uh, our footprint. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, we're doing our due diligence. We're doing our job. We're broadcasting. We are covering everything that's important that matters to you. Beer, global pandemic, World War Three, and teachers that do bong hits. Mike Fish, thank you for bringing that up. We, we, we cover it all and we bring it to you. 
live, the way you like to consume it on your podcast platform, on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitch. We are here for you at Might Be Brews. All <laughs> while drinking some human robot. Yeah, so I'm really curious. Has human robot ever been consumed in the state of South Carolina? Is that a thing? I don't know why, but I get I, I, I get real pride out of this, right? I took Warwick Farms to Vegas, and I walked I the I walked the strip with a Warwick Farms pineapple, whatever, right? Pineapple invaders. Pineapple invaders. Has anybody done that before? I might be the first. That's legendary. That's 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 record breaking. Nobody can break that record. There was there's there cannot be another first, another first Warwick Farm beer consumed in Vegas. You know. I'm absolutely the first person to drink human robot in my basement. There is no doubt. Shit. How does that feel? I, on top of the world. That's all I can say. I got all foam on this. I don't know why. Mine mine was very foamy as well. Is that a uh, like a hotel glass you used to have? A hotel glass. Piece of pla- uh, paper over top of it. So crazy, crazy. So, you know, I, I'm in Myrtle Beach. And I'm here for a conference at the Myrtle Beach Convention Center. I've got a booth set up for our company. And, um, you know, you book a hotel room, right? And these hotels, these places are pretty cheap right now. So, you know, nothing crazy, 150 bucks a night, you know. It's an average hotel price. I'm staying at the Hilton Grand Vacations, okay? My hotel room is an apartment, my hotel room oh, nice. here in Vegas has a bedroom. It's got a Jack and Jill bathroom. It's got a big bathroom, giant shower. The bathroom's almost the size of my bedroom at home. I've got this living room with a couch, a pull-out couch with, with a nice seating chair, a beautiful view. I've got a balcony looking out over the Atlantic Ocean, this mounted TV. I've got a washer and dryer. I've got a full kitchen, a full kitchen. I've got a a range that's nicer, a range and microwave that's nicer than my shit at home, beautiful granite countertops, a nice bar top here with with stools. This is the nicest hotel room. This thing is an apartment. It's incredible. So yeah, I've got I've got glasses and coffee makers and blenders and a knife set and an oven and a refrigerator and an ice maker. I've got all this shit right here in my room. It's it's pretty wild. So but yeah, that's what I've got. I've got whatever glass is here. I rinsed it out real well. Just make sure it was nice and clean. And uh, yeah, that's, that's that's what I'm doing. Will John come it, home? It doesn't. It doesn't sound like a Brett. It I don't sounds think like I he's need gone. to. I mean, it's kind of nice that uh, you know, I don't have to worry about anybody else but myself. I'm just drinking beers and going out to dinner and having ribeyes, drinking whiskey having some beers kind of nice yeah so i was very excited when i went to human robot and they still had this because this was their anniversary logger it actually came out was it like two three weeks ago i think was when they actually released it so i was a, uh, and i was the last four pack she said yeah that's the last four pack we've got so oh, i was no uh, way. i was excited to get this one yeah that's very cool you know i almost get it i can when i'm sipping on this beer i almost feel that you know, when, when we learned that age hops are popular in Lambics, I feel like when I'm tasting this beer and I'm getting those hops and that bitterness, that it does kind of remind me of that, but it's got a different 
malt bill or grain bill. It's got a different backbone to it. So it is a little bit fresher. It is a little bit crisper and cleaner. It's not sour at all, but it's got that it's got that that hearty that that woody, that earthy, you know, bitterness to it. The earthy is definitely a good good descriptor. Uh it's almost like a smidge of funk in there. Yeah. It's just like I, a little almost farmhousey kind of it's not dominant, but it's definitely something in there. I, 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 it's, it's very light. That's what I was struck I by agree. how light it is. It's only uh, looking for the ABV. I thought it was only like three point something percent. Yeah, that's interesting because it's very light. It does have a slight funk to it, but it's not. It's it, it's it's a unique funk. You know, and the, and the lager crispness, like it's there, and then the crispness kind of knocks it out of there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Smidge of Funk is a great beer name, Sean says. <laughs> uh, copyright, copyright, copyright. Can't take that. We're gonna, you know, that's got to be a collab if you use it. That's our collab, Smidge yeah. of Funk. Smidge of Funk. Interesting. So, um, there's a couple things that I wanted to talk about. Of course, this episode is going to be our Kennet Winterfest recap episode. So. We're gonna we're gonna BS a little bit. We're gonna talk some some beer news. We're gonna talk what's new in our life, the shows we're watching, stuff like this. But when we're done, uh, this is gonna be followed up with some interviews that we did live on site at Kennet Winterfest this past this past weekend. Um, you know, Mr. Steve, tell me, you know, is there anything that stands out to you uh, that you know you really enjoyed, or uh, you know, anything you want to say about the Winterfest? Well, I mean, Jeff just always puts on such a great event, and uh, and, and as we talk about that, uh, first off, we should send our condolences to Jeff. Uh, I don't know if you saw or not, but yep. his uh, his sister passed away from uh, ALS, and uh, we talked to him a couple times about some of the fundraising stuff that he was doing. So, uh, our condolences definitely goes out to Jeff and his family. Yeah, absolutely. But um, uh, yep. he always just puts on such a great event for Winterfest. It was. You know, obviously he can't control the weather, but it was nice and sunny. It was a little chilly, especially at the end, but it was a nice sunny day. Uh, it's just set up so well. Um, the the local guys really impressed me this time. The most of the stuff that I liked was all coming from the from the local guys. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, I agree. You know, it's it's amazing that there's still breweries that you know, that I haven't had much from and I see them and I go, oh yeah, like, you know, I kind of forgot about those guys. So it's a really cool thing, you know, events like this where, you know, you think you know the beer scene, you think you've had everything and there's somebody else that you don't realize is out there or you forget that that is out there. And you try their beers and you're like, wow, like, you know, I really like this. And Sean's bringing up, you know, Brew Gentleman um Braddock PA out towards Pittsburgh they you know they they killed it last year you know they got the uh the award or whatever it was called you know for um for the best beer there and they had the um that extra session what do they call that session Mr. Steve do you remember uh Defcon yeah they've got the Defcon session yeah so they brought a couple beers you know if you paid that little bit of extra money you got to get into the tent and try a couple things and it was really nice, and um, and they're great people. You know, we love talking to them. But yeah, they had some really, really, really good beers. They had that uh, that Mexican stout. Was that right? 
the Mexican stout with just a little cinnamon in there. Yeah. It was very nice. That was really, really good. So um, we had a. And they had a Pilsner that was really good. They did. They did. They had a Pilsner that was really good. So we had a really great time. It was a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, was, so go ahead. Was, were they our last interview? I think so. I think yeah, we right. caught Matt just as like as they were packing up, really. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, but but it was a good time. So shout out to Jeff, of course, for um, you know always inviting us and letting us come and talk to the to the brewers and to the people that are involved and in getting some great content. So Winterfest is more of a, a walk around and interview people on the fly. When we do um, can it beer fest or brew fest next time. We will definitely have a booth and a table and be able to set up and uh, and invite people in and and things like that. So it should be a really good time. Yeah, we got to get more drunks in. Yes, I think so too. I think it's really fun talking to the people that are out there, what they're you know how they're enjoying it, things like that. Because that ends up being really good conversation, and it's fun to hear you know how they're enjoying it and what they're doing. And I also like it because they give us brewers badges, so it makes me feel like a like a like a big deal. Oh, so legit, so legit! I can't believe it, that. Especially, I have... go ahead. I was gonna say, especially at the end when we were just kind of standing around bullshitting, and the cops were kicking everybody out, yeah. but we had the brewers tags on, so like, oh, you guys are cool. You're, Stay you're there. Cool. Sorry, yeah, you're cool. Yeah, I can't believe like I really had one job, like to bring my phone and the brews badge, and I forgot the brews badge. You got half of it. I got half of it, but pretty messed 50%. up. 50%. So, uh, let's, you know, time is going pretty quick. Let's let's get into some things. Um, I got to tell you, when it comes to things that we're watching, things that are coming out, I got a couple things I want to touch on. Euphoria on HBO Max is a masterpiece. It's an incredibly well done show, an incredibly shot show, um, the directing you know the the cinematography is unique there's nothing else like it out there it's incredibly captivating it's such a good story um even if you don't necessarily relate with what's going on the drug use the things like that people say that it 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 glorifies drug use i i disagree i think it's like a requiem for a dream you know it it shows it and it's raw form, and, and, and it makes you think twice about it. I think it's incredibly well done and a beautiful, beautiful show. Season two just ended. I highly recommend it. We are – it's definitely on my list. It's definitely something that I, that I want to get into. We just haven't started it quite yet. Gotcha. I like I like that I have two seasons built up now that I can just yeah, cook yeah. through. It's a good, some, good something to get into. People have been telling me about Righteous Gemstones. I'm considering that. You know, I've watched two episodes, I think. Um, I'd like to dig into that a little bit more. We'll see. Um, most importantly, I'm extremely excited about The Batman. I, I saw that that was coming out, and I haven't gotten tickets yet, and I think uh, we got to figure out a good spot time to go see that. Yeah, yeah, me as well. Uh, that that's we we my wife and I definitely have to figure out a time to do that. I'm super excited about that, and I got to give a shout out to our buddy John Young. gave a really good spoiler free review, saying that it's an origin story without an origin story. You don't need to see Bruce Wayne's parents get killed for the twentieth time getting shot and the pearls the pearl necklace breaking 
and and bouncing off the you know the the ground the the asphalt in the alley you know there's no need to show that again for the hundredth time but I think it's an interesting view of of Batman you know two years into his Cape Crusader career right he's um, he he hasn't been doing it a long time it's not something that that you know this happened forever ago so I think that's a unique take I think I hear that it's more dark it's more violent. And I hear the people, uh, the, the supporting cast almost steal the show. You know, I was kind of worried about Robert Pattinson being Batman, but I hear he pulls it off and he does a great job. But Zoe Kravitz is Catwoman. And uh, I, I forget the guy's name, maybe Paul Dano, something like that. He's doing the, um, the Riddler. And I hear they absolutely steal the show. The only thing I was worried about is, was it going to be too many? Because you got the Penguin, you got the Riddler, you got Catwoman. Was it going to be too much? I wasn't as worried about Robert Pattinson as Batman as I was about Robert Pattinson as Bruce Wayne. Interesting. Yeah, that, that that's a, an interesting take on it. Yeah, you know, it's it's fascinating, and, and you only know. and Or you only know when you see it. You know, you'll make that decision when, when the time comes. And... Or, you know, early reviews, you know, the, the insiders, the, the websites, the blogs that have early access, from what I hear, are giving rave reviews and, and great numbers on ratings. I realize I'm putting a lot of faith in my mute button. I've never tested my mute button, and I'm, like, <laughs> coughing and, like, doing all this stuff. It's not, like, coming out. I don't hear it. It, it. So I think you're doing a pretty good okay, job. Good. I'm also relying on the Hilton internet connection so i don't know for sure that i'm coming across clearly people can hear me okay but um fingers crossed that this this ends up being a good show the uh the closed captions are coming up so i guess it must be uh, at least coming through somewhat good that's a good thing so uh, another thing that i thought was exciting is i saw that east branch uh is releasing a new beer it's on tap right now they're going to be canning in the next day or two I think it's called Broom. It's a hazy IPA that's uh, that's heavy on pineapple. And, you know, I think that's a little bit unusual for them. I think they've done hazy IPAs and stuff like that. Um, you know, their, uh, what, what's their flagship, if you want to call it that, but their, um, their IPA that they sell the most of? I'm blanking on the um, name right now. Uh, aluminum? Uh, yeah, alluvium, right? Alluvium is a, a haze-inspired beer, right? So it's not that hazy, but it's got juicy hops and things like that in it. It's a delicious beer. I love that beer. This one looks like a like a good old hazy IPA, and you know it's not necessarily in their their wheelhouse um, always, but it looks like a fantastic beer. And I think if anybody can execute stuff like this really well, I'm sure it's them. Um, it's a beautiful color. You know, stuff like that gets me. You see a great Instagram, Facebook post of this this golden, you know, hazy-looking, beautiful IPA in a glass, and uh, that gets me every time. You know, it just makes my mouth water, and I can't wait to try it. I actually really like pineapple, like, just in general, like, just pieces of pineapple. So any kind of pineapple hazies i try and and at least give a good sample to yeah. i don't know if you saw but they also announced they're doing a uh, double dry hop float yes i did see that and i love float floats a fan double dry hop with mosaic yeah. that's that sounds amazing 
Float's amazing session IPA. You know, I love that beer in the summer. You know, you've got your um, your Derbach and your Float in the fridge all summer, and you're swimming in the pool, you're hanging out outside, you're cutting grass. You've got great beers to go to. I absolutely love them, and a double dry hop version sounds really exciting. So, so I don't, I don't want to bring it back to uh, away from beer too far, but I was thinking about um, this movie project. Project is a dumb word. But I'm trying to watch all the best picture nomination movies this year. That's exciting. So what's right? on the list? There's a, it's like ten different movies. Uh, West Side Story, the new Steven Spielberg version, uh, Licorice Pizza, uh, Dune in there, uh, Nightmare Alley. It's some Bradley Cooper movie, and there's a bunch of them. So that's one of the things that we're trying to do, and we're starting this weekend is to try and just watch all the best picture nominations have you watched any yet we have not we have not started yet i've been collecting them i'm like okay we got three on netflix we got three on hbo max i saw two at red box and like trying to figure out how to how to tick them all off yeah you know i always think about doing that and, and that usually ends up being a criteria for when i'm trying to find a movie to watch you know, you, you see these nominees and you're like, I never fucking heard of this movie. So it's it's really right. it's really easy to go find them and and watch them and, and be surprised by something that you didn't know. And then a lot of times there's really good actors you didn't realize at the time. You know, I'm, I'm iffy on musicals. A lot of musical movies that are shot like a movie but are a musical are iffy with me. You know, I think... I think Hamilton was a um, was I don't want to say groundbreaking, let's say, but like was very different for me because it was shot as a stage, like on a stage as a play, you know, with with some with some, you know, cinematic shots in it. But, you know, it, it wasn't one of those movies that had a bunch of singing. So I'm really curious, you know, West Side Story, a new take on it. Steven Spielberg, you probably can't go wrong. It's winning awards. It's probably a good deal. And, In and, general, and, I yeah. hate musicals. Yeah. Like, I just don't like them. But I really like the music from West Side Story. Okay. Yeah. I'm. Uh, so I, I think really that one that gets well. a little different for me. Yeah. So um, a couple other a couple other beer things that I want to get to. Um, I just want to give a shout out and make sure people are aware. There's a new brewery in Newville, PA called Whiskers Brewing. And, and they were actually set to open in March, but they had a fire at their facility, at their new brewery, and they took heavy damage. But they are starting to sell their beer even after the taproom fire. So I don't even know where Newville is ex- exactly, but... I'm, I'm literally typing to look it up because yeah, I have no idea where... Who knows where it is. But shout out Breweries in PA for, for bringing attention to it. And that's all I want to do is bring attention to it. If anybody knows anybody in Newville or goes to Newville or whatever, look up Whiskers Brewing, try to buy some beer, help them out. They obviously, you know, it's hard enough trying to open up, you know, um, pandemic, post-pandemic, whatever you want to call it. But uh, with them having a big fire like that, you know, try to look them up, try to buy some beer and help them out because, the, you know, like you always say, Mr. Steve, rising tides. Your lift- people are the best people. Beer people rising are the best tides. people. Rising tides, you know, lift all ships. Um, I'll, I'll I'll try anything once. Twenty dollars is twenty dollars. 
you know, all those things that you say, Mr. Steve, I think you go try to support Whiskers Brewing if you can in Newville, PA. They are a little bit past Carlisle. So they're like uh, almost two hours out, like uh, Shippensburg kind of area. Yep, that makes sense. So, so head out that turnpike. Go check yeah, them out. Give it a shot. Also, public service announcement, also from Breweries in PA. It's, it's almost St. Patrick's Day. It's March. You're going to be looking for that Irish stout. Don't forget that there are other Irish dry stouts besides Guinness. There's a lot of local breweries, a lot of local PA breweries that are doing these Irish dry stouts. Look for those. Give those a shot. Go find your local beer, your local brewery. See if they've got one. Get a four-pack of that instead. Nothing wrong with Guinness. Guinness is a good beer. Drink what you like. However, what up, my dudes? If, uh, what was that? Oh, there <laughs> she up, is. my dudes? Hey. Abigail. I was like, looking at a different screen and i was just like where did that come from did somebody else accidentally hop on like on another screen i wasn't sure what was happening abigail hopefully <laughs> Ab taking over i got attacked there yeah you didn't hear any of that but i was i was looking at another screen and i heard that come in <laughs> and i was thinking to myself like who just hacked our show the Russians are after <laughs> the <us>. Russian. <laughs> the Russian porn bots are back. Yeah, exactly. So make sure. Uh, long story short, look for your local PA, New Jersey, tri-state area brewery. Get a Irish dry stout from them. Everybody's coming out with one right now. It's uh, it's a good idea. Make sure you do that. Also, breweries in PA to give them one more shout out. Um, you know, they do this PA Beer Madness, right? It's a take on, on March Madness. But they put all the PA breweries against each other and people vote. It's a really cool event. And War, our last guest on the show, Warwick Farm Brewing, um, they, they've won it. And, and they've got a lot of attention and they're doing really well. And, and people are excited about them. And there's a good chance they might win again, I guess, right? Um, but I think it's really cool. They bowed out of the competition, but also offered to sponsor the competition. So it's really cool that they've bowed out and said, hey, we know, like, you know, we're, we're going to bow out. Let's let somebody else get some attention and get voted, you know, best brewery or win this competition in, in Pennsylvania Brewing. But uh, they're also sponsoring it and helping make sure that it goes well. So I just want to give them a shout out because I think that was a really cool move for them to do that. Uh, that was definitely very cool. Let some uh, let somebody else carry the belt. Uh, they had that cool belt, so hopefully somebody else will get a cool belt from it too, the championship belt. Yeah, for sure. That's what that was, wasn't it? That belt that we saw yeah. over there. That's awesome. So did you see any of the seedings of where they have people? Because they have like one seeds and the whole thing. I haven't looked yet, no. I was shocked that they gave Fermentary Forum a number one seed. Holy cow. And not because... I wasn't shocked because they don't make good beer because they make incredible stuff, but I just didn't think they were out enough that people would know them enough. Yeah, wild. Yeah, me either, but you know, good for them. I'm ready yeah. to uh, crack the next one. Are you ready? Uh, I can be. You still sipping on the other one? I want to give one more shout-out to uh, Hares Hill Brewing. I think that's a brewery that's been contract brewing out of um, – one of those places in Pottstown, I forget. 
one of the Pottstown breweries. Uh, maybe it's Sly Fox or something like that that they've been they've been contract brewing, but they're actually opening up a, a tap room in um, you know in collaboration, let's say, with a, a restaurant called Tony Joe's. And they're going to be on Ridge Road in Pottstown. So Ridge Road, I think, is Route 23. But um, pretty cool. There, that you know, there's another brewery. I, this, this, there's a, a Hares Hill Road that anybody that lives in Chester Springs, Phoenixville, Pottstown has probably traveled at some point on Hares Hill Road. And I was kind of surprised to see there's a Hares Hill Brewing. So the name stood out to me. It's a very local reference. And um, it's exciting to see that there's another new brewery popping up. And I think it's a good model, you know, team up with another local restaurant, get into a building, put your taps on, things like that. But uh, 1161 Ridge Road in Pottstown, uh, Harris Hill Brewing is uh, is opening up very shortly. What's the name of the restaurant? Tony Joe's? Tony Joe's. It, that doesn't ring any bells with me, but no, I guess that's a thing. So, um, Mr. Steve, why don't you uh, try to give us a little breakdown of what you think this beer is? We've had this before. This is uh, Hellertal Pills, the uh, German-style pills from Human Robot again. I like the dog on there. It's a cool little dog. We uh, swung by uh, Human Robot for a little pickup. Family were down there for... uh, Went went through the Franklin Institute and we uh, stopped and got some to go on the way out of uh, of Philadelphia. So I was grabbed a couple four packs from the Human Robot Boys. Yeah, you know I'm I'm really impressed with their beers because I feel like they can do IPAs really well, but they can also do these traditional European styles extremely well. And then they even had like remember that uh tasty cake stout we had at your house like uh, like a year or so ago. I kind of I think uh, I, I think Steve Dunn actually brought it. It was like a crowler. But I I thought that one was really good. Yeah, yeah. No, I I did too. I thought it was really good. Yeah, I I mean, I've been impressed with everything that they do. Definitely have to to try to make a show out of that. Shout out Jeff. Um hey, no worries. He said he's late to the show, but thanks again for um, letting us be involved with the uh, the Winterfest, we had a great time. We had a, uh, a we had a bunch of interviews, so stay tuned. After we're done this little segment here, we're going to uh, transfer over to the interviews that we recorded uh, at you know live there at Kennett Winterfest. Only on the podcast, right? We're not. Gonna, are we going to play them no. on the Facebook? No, we're not going to do them on the Facebook. No. Only on the podcast. So it's uh, why don't you do your thing? It's Thursday, but in the future, it'll be Monday. But if you're listening to us, you're in the past. Then yeah, exactly. You're Marty McFly. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to so listen to the podcast. Check us out on Monday. It'll come out on Monday. So you'll hear this portion and then you'll hear some live interviews that we got. Who all we got? We we talked to uh brew gentleman. I remember. Yep. Yeah. Brew gentleman. Uh, I've got him here on my uh, on my list. I could probably pull it up here in just a second on the computer podcast we did uh yeah brew gentlemen rebel hill rotunda wilmington brew works uh bomb and uh, another one for sure so yeah we 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 talked to a lot of great people and i uh, had a great time I, I i gotta say one of the highlights was probably meeting jay-z hazy oh yeah <laughs> and you know 
giving me nightmares for the next yeah, three days. For sure. Um, you know, talk, talking to a puppet is a, a unique experience for sure. Yo, I got I to gotta give these guys a shout out, I guess. But um, have you seen this? The Sonic the Hedgehog energy drink? I believe uh, they sell no. it at Wawa. It's called G Fuel. I think it has to do with gamers. It's like gamer fuel. Has no calories, okay. no sugar, but I think it has 800,000 milligrams of caffeine. So it has no sugar. Yeah. No sugar. And none no of the calories. other crazy stuff. I don't know calories. Like, I think it's just straight meth or something. You know, it, there's no, there's nothing. Whatever's <laughs> in it. It's water and good. meth. No. I think it's a bunch of B vitamins. I don't even know if there's any of that, like, taurine junk in it, you know? It's supposed to be like Did a little Ruth bit Did Ruth Langmore give you that? Probably. Probably. I had to buy it, like, under the table. But, uh, but no, I, I don't know. You got the G fuel in the back? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. This shit's wild. Like, like how I, we used to have to buy fireworks from uh, the pizza box or right. something. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You have to get it from that shady person. But uh, but yeah, what else did I want to go over quick? Um, let's see. Oh, there's also I want to give a shout out. You know, I'm here in the Carolinas. There's a brewery uh, that's that's in the Carolinas called Foothill Bre- uh, Foothills Brewing. If anybody remembers briefly, you know, when there's a um, what is that like Philly Beer Week? Sometimes they come into town. That Jade IPA. Uh, they make fantastic beers, but um, I get to see them at this work event that I do every year because, um, you know, I, I, I do stuff with the petroleum industry and they sell to gas stations and we kind of overlap slightly. And, um, you know, so anyway, I, see, I, I get to see them every year and we always have a good time chatting and they've got fantastic beers. And even though we can't get them on our market yet. Um, I just absolutely love them. The beers are great. And, you know, I, I'm surrounded by all of these, you know, the, 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 I, I guess like North Carolina is not a bad place for craft beer. You know, Asheville is a, a great, well-known city for beer. And, and where I'm at, you know, in this setting, there's a lot of, um, you know, the big players and the AB InBev and, and things like that or whatever it is. You know, there's all these guys that have been bought out. And are selling and distributing in this market and foothills kind of has their own space where they're also distributing to gas stations into those those formats of of selling beer and distribution and they do a great job and they're a local place and they've got great beer so um i just always want to try to give them a shout out when i can shout out foothills shout out foothills um what do you think? You ready to? Uh, I don't have a sounder for this. I didn't bring the whole uh, roadcaster, but um, you want to do a uh, a quick toast of the week? Let's do a toast. Let's do a toast of the week. I'll just do a woo, a woo there toast of the go. week. That's <laughs> the best I can do. You want to go ahead? Woo of the week. Uh, my toast was actually going to be to Abigail. Oh, but she left. I was going to try and do it all while she was here. Uh, I, I don't know if you can hear it or not, but I am like allergied up, like yeah. just my whole nasal passage. And I laid down after work today. I was like, I just need like a couple minutes. Yeah. I come right. downstairs. Abigail had dinner, which was fish sticks and mac and cheese. Ooh. Ooh. She hooked it up. She also made one of my little uh, my little favorite dessert treats, which is a uh, it's a rice crispy treat, but with fruity pebbles. Oh, 
That sounds really good. So, uh, so toast to Abigail for uh, for hooking it up. Yeah, toast to Abigail. Let me see if I got a. Okay. There you go. You can do that. Yeah, so uh, my toast of the week, I got two of them. One of them is, uh, I hate when shit like this happens, but I'm traveling, right? And uh, my youngest daughter, Brianna, she lost, uh, I think it's I think it's her first tooth, maybe. Lost her first tooth. She's got one of the front jaws gone. Nice. You know, it's completely missing. She lost that, uh, I think, earlier today or yesterday. I forget, but... Um, yeah, just you know, it, it's crazy. So shout out to her. You know, she's. It's crazy when your kids grow up, right? And and they're and they're losing teeth and they're, uh, you know, applying for jobs and going to college. You know, all at the same time. <laughs> happens quick. It happens quick, right? Uh, also, of course, um, Ukraine. You know, got to give a shout out to them and a toast to them. It's 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 absolutely crazy hearing the things that they're doing, the way the people are not giving up and the way they're fighting things off. But I saw specifically there was a brewery and I don't remember the name. I saw I saw other brewery pages online posting and sharing about them. And then I actually saw it on the news that, um, you know, they've got these uh, these these 22 ounce bottles or whatever, you know. They're, you know, instead of putting beer in them, they're actually giving them uh, to to people to make Molotov cocktails. You know, they're they're filling them with gasoline. They're filling them with I forget what it was, but there's something else they're putting in them that makes the the fire more sticky. You know, I don't know exactly what the, the chemical was or what it was they were doing, but I thought that was interesting. And, you know, seeing things like that, you know, imagine if. um if something like that was happening in a, at, at home, I wouldn't be surprised if every effing brewery, you know, pitched in like that and tried to come up with ways to, to help out. So I thought that was really interesting. It's really heartbreaking to see what's going on and what people are dealing with. But um, it's absolutely insane. So, of course, toast to Ukraine, the people of Ukraine, the breweries of Ukraine, everybody out there that's that's fighting off uh, what's going on. It's absolutely crazy, but uh, shout out to them. That's my uh, my toast of the week. Toast to them. Toast to them. And this holler, this Howertow uh, pills is uh, is fantastic, by the way. That's a easy. Just I could have that in my fridge all the time, almost like Derbach. It could just always be there, and I'd be happy. Yeah, it's 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 such a good a good um, you know full body to it. You know, it's 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 got a great mouthfeel. And it's, it's, I don't know. I say the same thing about good beers, right? Balance body. That's what it's all about. And it's got that crispness and it almost has enough hop that if you're craving a hop, it can almost take care of that craving for you too. It can take care of it for sure. Steve, what did you think of, what is that? That's the uh, human robot Italian Pilsner. So I bought that for a case trade fish so i haven't actually had one yet where you do the case trade over uh, uh st patrick's weekend so i haven't had it yet an italian pills that's interesting i will let you know when i have it yeah sounds good yeah. so what do you think you ready to wrap things up speaking of st patrick's oh yeah go ahead yeah i was gonna say st patrick's are we locked in are we locked in for st patrick's yeah we're locked in. you want to plug that or yeah yeah should we um wait? that's dan from what is the name of that shit I feel bad because from I, the blendery. Yeah, from the blendery. I'm having trouble coming up with the name of it. That is the Dan from the Furrow Blendery and Garden. 
Um, he's uh, brewing and blending and selling on tap out of Locust Lane in Malvern. Uh, he was originally from, uh, what was that, La Cabra maybe? I believe it Correct. was. But, uh, yeah, Dan's going to be our next guest, St. Patrick's Day. Look out for that. We're really looking forward to it. Um, what else do we have? We have Root Down in Phoenixville coming up soon. We've got Be Here Brewing in Avondale coming up soon. So lots of really exciting stuff. You know, make sure that you're staying tuned because uh, we've got a lot of great guests in the works lined up. If you guys have any suggestions or anybody that you want, any ideas, any comments, make sure you hit us up on social media. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, email us, whatever the deal is, let us know and we'll be happy to do it. You got anything, Mr. Steve? Let's wrap it up. Guys, if you took the time to hang out with us, to watch, to listen, we appreciate you so much. Make sure you subscribe, tell a friend, share, like, subscribe, help out with those algorithms. So we're out there. Spread the word. We really appreciate it. This is a short one. Make sure you stay tuned. We're going to hit you with the uh, the Winterfest content right now. Hey, we are on site in beautiful Kennett, Pennsylvania. Kennett Square, Pennsylvania at the 2022 Kennett Winterfest. Uh, it's a beautiful day. I think I just checked. It's 37 degrees. Mr. Steve, how you doing today? I'm doing all right, you know. These things in the wintertime can definitely get a little hairy weather-wise, but as long as the wind's not kicking, it's actually really nice out here. Yeah, I agree. You know, in the sun, it feels good. If you get some shade and some wind, it can be a little rugged, but still not bad. I'm really surprised. There's, there's a ton of people. It's very, very well attended. I feel like this is the most people the Winterfest has had in the time that we've been coming here, at least. Yeah, you may be right. I mean, I don't know exactly what the count is. I heard that they were limiting sales a little bit, but um, there's still got to be, I would say, in the neighborhood of a thousand people. Um, I think there's, uh, is, is it 60, maybe 60 plus breweries? Um, we've got plenty of vendors. They've got food trucks. We've got Dilithin, uh, Dilithin, Dilithin. Dilithin, Dylan Zangwill uh, doing music over there in the, in the background. But uh, it, it's actually for a February day. A beautiful day, lots of exciting stuff. Uh, Steve, Mr. Steve, what have you noticed so far? What are some of the things you've picked up on from being here the last little bit? Uh, well, the first thing I picked up on is the sound of slamming porta potty doors that you might hear in the background. <laughs> spap, spap. So we're we're over near the porta potty area, but beer wise. Uh, people got a lot of stouts. I feel like stouts are definitely uh, big at the festival today, and I feel like uh, pills and lagers are a little bit more rep represented than they usually are. Um, of course, you still got some IPAs. You got some other stuff reaching out, like the uh, the Brothers Kirshner Brown Ale comes to mind, something a little bit different um, that's really tasty uh, that we've had so far. Yeah, that uh, Brothers Kirshner Firkin uh, was, was pretty good. But yeah, I agree. Um, I think there's a lot of stouts, maybe weather-driven a little bit. But uh, you know, I'm reading more and more articles. Lagers are coming back into style. A lot of brewers are noticing that. So I'm excited to see some good pills, some good logner, uh, lagers and stuff like that. Uh, of course, our friends over there at uh, Dressler State Cidery are here with a barrel-aged 10%er. That's fantastic. So that's really exciting, but we're going to uh, walk around here, talk to some people, talk to some brewers, try some stuff. So uh, hang out with us, and uh, we'll be back here in just a second. All right, guys, we're here with John Fusco, 
VP Creative and Brand Marketing with Wilmington Brewworks. John, thanks for hanging out with us for a couple minutes. How you doing today? Oh, doing great. You even pronounced my name right, so yeah. it's always a good day. Nice. I was hoping you would screw that up. Yeah. <laughs> I usually do. I usually do. So uh, we're out here at Kennett Winterfest. Um, how's it been? How have you guys been received on a, uh, a cold February day like today? You know, we always love the Kennett Brew Fest, Kennett Winterfest. It's one of our favorite festivals. It's right in our backyard, which is great, but also happens to be a great beer festival. I discovered craft beer here in 2006 when I first came. So like, I love coming here. Um, we've had a great day. Uh, the weather held off, you know, all the rain was a couple days ago. Um, we were serving up our uh, fruit and milkshake sour, duvet, uh, blackberry vanilla, uh, bell of the ball. People loved it. We uh, kicked that one way too early. Um, nice. It was really, uh, really popular today. And we also brought out our double Delaware IPA, uh, which is a uh, rail car one. Uh, we brewed it first when um, uh, our local boy was selected, and uh, nice, you know yeah. it, you know, keeps on selling out every time we make it. So we're happy to do it some more, and people have uh, really liked it here. We we uh, we went quick. Awesome. What's this uh, this one we're sipping on here? Well, that is Real Car One. That's the uh, Double Delaware IPA. Uh, it's Northeast IPA. Uh, comes in about eight percent, and we've got it on tap in the tap room, and we have a couple cases left in cans. That if people want to come by and grab it, we're on the north side of Wilmington. What's the plan for when you guys come to these kind of events? Does it bring something crazy? Does it bring our flagships? Does it give them something they never had before? What do you kind of approach it? Uh, these kind of fests like? Yeah, we like to try and bring something different. You know, that's why we bring the the sour, right? We we, we try and bring one thing that is going to be a little out there. Um, the blackberry vanilla sour is one of those things that not everyone else is going to have. You know, you're going to hit a you know 100 IPAs here, right? Um, but we also are going to bring that IPA because you know that's what the people want so you bring you bring a little bit of both turns out today the sour went faster than the ipa you know it depends on the day um usually in a winter fest we might also bring a like a big stout if we have one available we just didn't have one right now um in the fall you know it really might depend on, on what's what fits into our brew schedule what are we making that that month um the way we operate is that we don't have a, a set schedule of what's available, so um, it's always something different. Uh, we've, we've made way too many beers in the short time that we've been around, but um, so we mix it up. Nice. So we talked to Craig, I think, at the last uh, kind of brew fest. Yeah. But, um, you know, try to tell people where you're located and what's new and exciting in the future with you guys. Sure. Uh, we are uh, located on the north side of Wilmington. We're the only production brewery in the city of Wilmington. Uh, so if you're coming from the north, you know, down Route 202, right, where 202 meets 95, we're about, you know, uh, a mile from that interchange. So on the north side of Wilmington, right on the border of the city. Um, we have a tap room that's a building 105 years old. It was an old uh, chemical laboratory for one of the DuPonts, which is great. Yeah. Um, awesome. Great tap room to sit in, lots of big uh, windows with natural light. We've got uh, plenty of taps of beer and cider that we all make in-house. Coming up, we've got a comedy show on March 25th with uh, Bonnie McFarlane coming in. That's through Cricket Comedy. Yep. Yeah. So, wife of Rich Voss. Well, Rich Voss was at our last show. Yeah. He yeah he performed. I think it was November or December. And then yeah, Bonnie's coming out in March, which would be a lot of fun. And then we have a flight event March eighth, which is a flight to discovery. We kind of walk through a little presentation. We're going to talk about different yeast and how a yeast will affect the beer that you drink. Nice. And we have a can release party on March eleventh which is uh, for one of our uh, Northeast IPAs that we did over the summer called Cautious Hugging. We have a local artist that did the label artwork um, named Kristen Vaughn that we're really excited to uh, share. We'll have some live music and 
there's always something going on at the tap room. Yeah, it sounds exciting. There's always a lot of stuff going on. The beer's fantastic. I'm really digging this beer. And it's really exciting to see that you guys have already kicked some of your kegs. It seems like there's a good amount of uh, traffic and activity going on in your guys' area of the of the festival. So that's really good. I'm glad you guys are, are moving plenty of product and getting the name out there. What was that beer? Cautious Hugging? Yeah, Cautious Hugging. It was right when... Uh we came up with the name right when Boris Johnson was talking about easing people back into society, and he actually used the term cautious hugging, which was just such, so very British of him. And, 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 and we said, ah, let's call this beer this, because we had a new one coming out. We didn't have a name. That one, that one worked. It was really fun. Nice. Yeah. I'm going to try and use that in public next time. I'm yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, some people are just huggers, and you know, I'm not, but you know, other people are. Yeah, I'm a cautious hugger, so it works out. You know, oh, you, we're, go we're going there for a hug. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> nice. John, thank you so much for hanging out with us for a couple minutes. Really appreciate it. Keep up the good work, and uh, hopefully we'll be on site and do like a full episode. Love to do like a good one, one and a half hour episode with you guys. So we'll try to get, get uh, make sure we stay in touch and, uh, and schedule something. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. Anytime. You guys are always welcome. Awesome. Pleasure, man. Thank you. Cheers. All right, guys. We're here with Kevin and Adam from Bomb the, one more time for me, Band of Media Brewers. There it is right there on the hat. And on the hoodie, awesome. All right, guys, so uh, thank you for taking a couple minutes to hang out with us. We've talked with you guys before. You guys are always here at the Kennett Brew Fest, the Kennett Winterfest. So why don't you tell us a little bit about what the bomb is? So the, the bomb is a homebrew club here um, in Media, Pennsylvania. We, uh, we meet once a month at uh, the local brewery. Um, we're about six years old now. Uh, so it's just a bunch of local homebrewers that want to share beer, learn about beer, and what making beer is. That's awesome. I, I don't know. I can't think of any other groups like around us that, that are going on, but I think that would be really helpful. Like I'm, I, I, I take around a little bit with homebrewing, but uh, it would be really a really nice resource to have other excited people that, that are into it, that are doing things you can bounce ideas off of. That's pretty neat. Why do you guys always come to um, like the Kennet Winterfest, Kennet Brewfest? Well, we have some connections, but as well, I think we like to provide that educational component. A lot of people come to the Winterfest and, and events like this to try different kinds of beers, but I think it's important for people to realize that they can make this type of beer themselves. And it's not, you know, some, sometimes people are a little bit overwhelmed by that and getting into the hobby, but we try to make that accessible and provide that educational element like any that anybody can make beer and there's you know some there's some a starting point and then you can move up into the uh, the hobby just like any other hobby but it is accessible and we just want to provide that knowledge base for people to know how to get started and be a resource to folks what's the best way for homebrewers to get a hold of you guys say i'm a homebrewer and i want to say yeah i think that's a good idea meet with like-minded people get some ideas how can they find you guys so they can, they can find us um, on the website. We have uh, mediabrewers.com. Um, we also are on Facebook, Band of Media Brewers. We have our own page. You can reach out to us there. Um, and info at mediabrewers.com as well if you want to drop us an email. Nice. So I'm sipping on the rye IPA, or pale ale, I think. Was that either one of you guys? No, no that was John, right? Yeah. Okay, that was somebody else. That's all right. This was a good beer. I really like it. I like that that nice bitterness, that nice bite that you get from rye. So uh, that's a pretty good one. Mr. Steve, what are you sipping on? Uh, I'm sipping on a porter. It's got nice uh, roasty notes coming through. Uh, very enjoyable. Who You were the uh, the porter? Yep. Yeah, so tell us a little bit about that. So the, the porter I went with, um, 
I wanted to do something different because I saw and I figured it, the Brewfest was going to be it was going to be cold, but it was also going to be a lot of IPAs, and not everyone's looking for an IPA. And I, I travel to South America a couple times, so like I bring back cocoa nibs from South America. So I uh, fermented this on the chocolate cocoa nibs, and then I also added a lot of biscuit malt to uh, give it a biscuity flavor. Nice, nice, awesome. Well, I, I think it'd be really cool to do a show with you guys. I don't know if there's like a common meeting place that you guys use a lot or maybe some kind of spot that we could meet up and bring in a few beers. I think it'd be a lot of fun to do a show like because we could probably easily do an hour with you guys just trying beers, BSing, talking about your history and what what experience you guys have learned from brewing and stuff like that. I think that'd be a fantastic time. But um, how do you think this event today, even though it's cold, how has it been so far for you? I think it's been fantastic and you know ironically you know if people walk up to us and, and they they try our beers and they see the tent but they don't immediately realize that we're you know we have to remind people that yeah we're not a brewery we're home brewers they say well where can i get your beer and i say well you can't because i made it you know in my kitchen um but you know as a club as, as adam indicated we meet at the sterling pig brewery and media every third thursday of every month at 7 p.m and, and you know you can you can access us there or via our website at the Facebook page, and you know particularly the Facebook page. If people are new and they have questions, they're welcome to write questions in there. And inevitably, someone from the from the club will will answer those questions and provide guidance. Or or anybody's always welcome to come. You don't have to be a member to come to our meeting. You don't have to have any experience whatsoever. And we always provide an educational component. It's not just people just drinking beer you know we will we provide education about either um, brewing equipment or hops or yeast or what have you different aspects of brewing so we always want to provide that educational component not just people just beer um, you know we want to provide that resource to folks well awesome guys thanks for coming on with us we uh, look forward to trying to get you guys on for a full episode I thanks guys appreciate it we'll talk again soon thank you very much guys all right, guys, we're here with Matt from Brew Gentleman out of Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh area. It's Braddock, right? Correct, yep. It's, it's actually Braddock. You guys were actually part of the DEF CON event this morning. Yep. How have things been going today? Oh, it's been wonderful. I mean, yeah, we uh, we did the Kennet Fest in the fall yep. and I guess won the best beer from Connoisseur, which allowed us to be part of the DEF CON, which was, the I guess, the VIP tasting. So we brought six different beers. We had Double Mex. We had a couple lagers cans of some of our hoppy stuff uh incredible reception there i mean wonderful to talk to people in a more intimate setting and then turned right around and went into like beer festival mode which was crazy uh you know we're just wrapping up now i mean it's been a wonderful day uh it's really exciting because we like hinted at it when we talked last time i think yep. that uh you know maybe we'd bring beer out and so this morning before the festival we dropped beer off at waywood we dropped beer off at beer mill a couple places out east and you know we're like if we're gonna come out for the festival we might as well load it up <laughs> load up the truck yeah, that's exciting. I mean, imagine people that are like having this beer for the first time saying, hey, where can I find this? And you can actually say, hey, not that far away within 20 minutes. Here's yeah. a couple places to get it. Um, we had the, um, what was it, the Double Max? Yep. The Double Max, that was fantastic. But um, Mr. Steve, what did you think of uh, what you guys had today? Uh, I really liked the Double Max. Um, but uh, even more importantly, I think it's great that, you know, just saying Waywood, you know, that's a great uh, distributor yep. down here. I always go to Beer Mill because it's close to my work. They're another great distributor. To be able to get you guys in the area is, is something great for us. 
What did you guys kick first? What went first? First, I mean, Double, double Max was the first keg to kick. Uh, we ran out of Final Colossus, which was the annual double IPA we do uh, every year. Once a year, it's normally a blend of hops that excite us. This past year, we did all New Zealand hops. Yep. So it was a lot of Nelson, uh, Ruwaka, and really fantastic beer. Uh, that, that was next to kick, and then Braddock's after that, and then uh, I drank the last can of Bloodlight Lime myself right now. <laughs> nice. So um, you guys are still shipping, right? Yep. Shipping everywhere. What else is new and exciting with uh, with you guys right now? Yeah, so we just at the uh, middle of December reopened our tasting room. So the new tasting room, we kind of remodeled everything. That's open. And we're gearing up for another big summer. Uh, hopefully going to have outdoor space in Braddock again and looking at some other pop-ups around the city and, you know, just uh, keeping things moving. So if you guys are looking for something new in the area that's maybe local but not quite local to Chester County, definitely hit up Waywood, hit up Beer Mill, hit up Brew Gentleman's website for the shipping, and, uh, and check these guys out. Lots of good beer. Matt, keep up the good work. Thanks so much for spending a couple minutes with us. We'll be in touch. we got to get a full hour episode in soon. Yeah, that would be fantastic. But thank you so much, and uh, cheers. Have a good time. Yeah, thank you guys so much. Great to see you. All right, man. See you next time. All right, guys. Back at Winterfest 2022. Seems like only yesterday when we first had our first Winterfest here, but we're here with Craig from Rebel Hill. How are you today? Great, great. Always love coming to anything uh, Kennet Brewfest related. Um, we're pouring some Kentucky Wounds of Love, which is our maple bourbon barrel-aged version of our uh, Wounds of Love, which is kind of like our play on a Mexican brownie with habanero peppers, cinnamon, and vanilla beans. Um, we're also pouring Scratch the Surface, which is our hazy pale ale that we always have on at the brewery. Um, but yeah, enjoy it. Always love coming out to Kennet. So, I mean, I, I definitely am really excited to do a full episode with you guys, but I'm just kind of curious, how long has Rebel Hill been around? And what does an event like this do for you guys? So, I mean, so, uh, we're approaching four years in um, March, April. March is actually our anniversary, but it's always kind of cold, so we make it uh, 420 April. <laughs> nice, yeah. Our address is 420. That's the only reason why we do that. <laughs> no nice. other reason. Yeah. Uh, and then, so yeah, like doing this is pretty much, I mean, we don't distribute. So um, as far as like a lot of people come up, where can we get your beer? And uh you know, obviously it's only from the brewery itself, but it gets our name out there, um, you know, and, you know, eventually, you know, we're looking and hoping to expand the brewery into more of a production facility. So, but it's always a fun time talking to other brewers and stuff like that. So, yeah, you said you guys only are coming out of the brewery. What are you guys having? Uh, do you have any events coming up at the brewery before the anniversary that the people can look forward to? Yeah, so, well, right around that same time, we're doing uh, Philly Invades Pittsburgh, uh, which a bunch of breweries are going out there uh, from from our area and uh, showcasing their stuff, and that's always a fun time. But, I mean, we release cans every, every week, something new all the time. I mean, we have our standards like uh, our double dry hop lead green and scratch the surface, but, um, you know, we're always producing new stuff every week so 
Every week is an event at Rebel Hill. <laughs> nice. Nice. So Phoenixville is a really cool spot, right? There's a lot of breweries and restaurants in a fantastic area. First Fridays are amazing. Yep. It's a really, really cool spot to be. You guys are on the west side of, of Phoenixville. Yep. Um, tell me what that side's like. I, you know, there's a new complex there where you guys are at. Yep. Some um, neat locations. But what's that traffic like? I mean, it's probably, I would say, the most... Um, the most traffic intersection, one of the most trafficked, you know, intersections in Phoenixville. But uh, how's that location been, and, and what do you guys like about Phoenixville? I mean, it's always cool that uh, there's tons of different options and choices. We're like more on the outskirts, so I feel like people tend to start with us first if they're going on like a tour of different breweries. Um, but. Yeah, I think there's something to be said for like when you have to go into town, find a place to park, yeah. and then walk around. But then, you know, to be able to go to one of those breweries where there's plenty of room to park yep. and then have a good time and you don't have to stress about it as much. Because depending on the situation, that may be the move. Yeah. So it's kind of nice to have that mix of what's going on out there. Yeah, and I mean, uh, that, that you, you could just travel down that road, down Schuylkill, uh, Schuylkill Road, and, and, uh, and, and, you're right in the middle of town, or you can head out further and find other breweries. Like uh, it, it's a it's a really great spot. You know, we got patio and everything like that. So uh, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, we also have every Friday a wood fired pizza uh, guy comes nice. through, Brick and Blaze, and uh, so we're hoping to have him more uh, in the future. Nice. What moved the fastest for you guys today? Did you have one more than the other sell uh, quicker? Well, yeah, totally. Uh, the the Kentucky wounds of love for sure. I mean, I feel like when people come to these things, they want to drink like the biggest beers possible or the craziest <laughs> beers possible. So yeah, that's definitely moving the the, the quickest, and, and is definitely um, probably the what people like the most but you know we'd like to bring like scratch the surface which is only like a 5.4 percent pale ale but drinks kind of like an ipa and uh, break things up a bit you know nice so we're sipping on the west coast right yeah tell us what this is so this is time rider it's our west coast ipa that we make really love super clear kind of like that old school west coast beer that you'd sip on back in early 2000s everything like that and um but really nice has a nice west coast style bitterness to it but not overpowering by any means um yeah it's it's just like a really good beer to break up the monotony between hazies or that big heavy stout that you're gonna have here i was i was gonna ask you if my beer was broken because i could see through it i wasn't sure if something was wrong with it yeah but it's definitely nice to have that clearness that bitterness it it's maybe not as malty as one of the earlier double ipas right. or ipas yeah. you might have had but it's still got that nice bitterness to it that, that lets you know you're drinking a beer yep. yeah. yeah i liked it a lot because i got that that maltiness that came through but the bitterness did such a good job kind of you know rounding out that beer that it's it's a really well balanced and just to remind you of the old school IPAs. So the West Coast, we really like it a lot. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and that's why we call it Time Rider, because it takes you back in time to like when beers were just like, you know, let's have something that has some IBUs to it, uh, some legit IBUs to it, and uh, and just something that you can drink 
uh, over and over again. So. Awesome. Dude, thank you so much for hanging out with us. We really appreciate it. And uh, we're going to stay in touch. We'll do a show real soon. Yeah. I really appreciate it. And uh, thanks again. And uh, we'll be right back with uh, another brewery here at Kennett Winterfest 2022. Thanks. All right, guys, we're here with Steve from Rotunda Brewing. Steve, how you doing today? I'm really good. Cold, but hanging in there, yeah. How's the day been so far? Um, I mean, there's a lot of people out here. It's a little chilly, but it seems like there's a good amount of people. How have things been for you pouring beers today? Uh, very good. We're about to kick all of our beers, which means that it's doing well. Especially our Sweet Tart series, they're always very popular, so they're usually the first to go. I know you guys did one of the sweet tarts. I think it was a peach ale uh, a couple years ago here. It was a big hit here. What are you guys all pouring today? Uh, we're pouring um, <laughs> strawberry shortcake uh, sweet tart, which is what he has mentioned with the peach pie. We won that, I think, three years ago. We won a brewing fest here with that. And then we're, uh, we have a triple dry hop, double IPA. Um, Vic Secret and Citra, and then we have a uh, Imperial Stout, aged on blueberries, uh, cocoa nibs, and uh, Ethiopian coffee, I believe. So Nice. We're sipping on that right now. I really like this because I feel like all of those additional adjuncts are incredibly well balanced. I'm getting a good amount of blueberry, not too sweet, but a nice balance of the chocolate, so it's kind of desserty. But overall, it's got a good body of a stout. So I feel like you're getting all those additional flavors, but it's not taking away from being too much of a stout. Did you guys purposely bring, I feel like stout is winter weather. Did you purposely say, hey, we got to make sure we have a stout for this thing or just kind of bring whatever you felt like in the mood? Um, this year we actually, yeah, we, yeah, yeah we, got, we got lucky this year with uh, being able to select what, what to bring. Um, and recently just did these these three beers and they seem to be a hit with everybody, especially with the employees. Usually if the employees like the beer, you know, that's that's what we go off of. Sure we got fans all over the place, but if if me and Kevin are drinking it all up, usually it's really delicious. So we were able to bring three of three of our favorites this year, which is fun. Nice. So what else is uh, new and exciting at Rotunda? If somebody wants to come visit you on site, where are you guys at? And uh, what do you have up and coming for events or any releases, anything like that going on? Um, every week we have new beer that comes out. Uh, Sweet Tart series is always evolving. Um, we got next weekend we got uh, kegs and eggs. Um, we have an Irish car bomb stout that was uh, conditioned in bourbon barrels for a year. That's coming out. Um, if you come to anvil where the brewery is uh we also have a brew pub that opened up about two years ago in hershey so uh i, I kind of like the food up there more but don't tell the owners that um so i'm not saying don't go up there but if you like food that's the spot out of the two um other than that we're just looking to expand and hopefully in the next year or two we're in a we're gonna um get to a 15 barrel system and a, a warehouse of some sort a new brew pub somewhere somewhere in central pa we haven't quite figured it out yet but nice so expansion's going on things are going well the beer's fantastic that's awesome man keep up the good work thank you for spending a couple minutes with us steve really appreciate it and uh have a good rest of the time here all right yeah definitely nice to meet you guys all right cheers man Guys, what an amazing Kennett Winterfest 2022. Got to give a big shout out to Jeff Norman 
And big shout out to everybody who helps out with this, the brewers, the volunteers, and everybody behind the scenes. We cannot tell you how much we appreciate you letting us be a part of this event and a part of this show. It means a lot to us. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening uh, to the podcast and for watching and participating and commenting. Please like, share, subscribe, and we will talk to you next time.